Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 42 of Let's Go Racing with David Starr. Tyler Jones here with you. So glad to have you with us. Coming up on today's show, we are live from Kansas City with reaction to Kyle Larson's ninth win of 2021. We'll break it all down for you as we were live at the race. And we're bringing you this show a little bit delayed. We had some changes in schedule and format. But nonetheless, we are here bringing you this show live on Facebook and on YouTube and we certainly appreciate you joining us. As always, we are presented by Whataburger. Don't forget that every Whataburger is made fresh, served, hot, and prepared just like you like them. Want jalapenos and cheese on that? No problem. They've got you covered. Whataburger, proud to serve hot and fresh 24 hours a day. David, it is good to see you, even if we're squeezed in tight here and acting like we like one another. But nonetheless, uh, how are we doing after uh, today's race? Man, we're doing good. First of all, we do like each other. And, uh, um, and hey, hey, man, it was a long day for all of us. And, uh uh, man, I'm, I'm doing great. Glad we got, was able to get our podcast done tonight. And, uh, man, what a, what a long day, man. Weather, it was, uh, cold, warmed up, rainy. I mean, we've had it all today, but, uh, what a great day it was. It was. Dominic Argon is here as well. Dominic, how are we feeling? Doing great, man. We, so in New Mexico, they always joke they'd experience all four seasons in one day. Yeah. We experienced that at Kansas Speedway today, a little bit of the Whoa. cold. A little bit of the heat, a little bit of the wind. It's like all four seasons. I think all the heat came from Kyle Larson. (laughs) Ah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Man, what a day it was uh, for Kyle uh, with uh, that performance. And uh, we'll start there in uh, just one second. Before we do, guys, you know, we've been on the road together the last two weeks. We went to Texas. Now we're here at Kansas. And uh, I got to say, it's just been a lot of fun of what we've experienced. Last week we had a live studio audience. This week we're – crammed into a hotel room, just getting this thing done so we could bring this to you tonight. But nonetheless, uh, glad that we're all here and and uh, that we could do this, uh, Dominic. It's been a uh, nice uh, little way to end the season of some sorts. It sure has. I mean, there's something about we try to take these shows live where you guys want to do them midweek, but there's just that live element when you're doing it after Absolutely. a race week and the, the raw natural reaction. So much fun. It's a lot of fun working with you guys. and I preach it all the time. It's like time moves in warp speed. A lot of the time. We've been doing this a year. I know. It doesn't feel like a year. It hasn't. It's amazing. I mean, we, uh, y'all have done a great job and, uh, you know, time has just moved so fast, you know, and this racing business we're in and everything else that comes along with life. It just, uh, man, it just seems like it just time moves really fast. But man, what a, what an incredible weekend it was. Last weekend's race at Texas Motor Speedway was awesome. This week, man, it came and went. And, uh, man, it just, uh, it's been great. Great week, great, great couple of weekends of great racing. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. David, uh, let's start with you. Uh, tell us about your performances there with the cop and Xfinity doubleheader you pulled off here. Man, you know, it was an exciting weekend. You know, they had the New York Times bestseller, Arthur, author, uh, Brett Bear, great guy. Got the book right there. Man, yeah, man, that's, I tell you what, great book. <laughs> Unbelievable, you know, yeah. and, you know, to rescue the Republic, uh, Ford Mustang, we called it, uh, for Saturday's Xfinity race. I mean, just the buildup. Matt, what would you call that thing? The commander? The general. General. The general. 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 He, is, he was the general. The yeah, general. It's, but, only, it's only that we call, call the car the general. The general. So mm-hmm. we're going to call our Ford, or to rescue the Republic, Ford Mustang, the general race car. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Man, I, t- I tell you what, we uh, couldn't wait for them to drop the green flag. And once they dropped the green flag, we went into turn one, came off turn three, and, and the engine was spitting and sputtering. And it would t- you tell it was uh, 
something was going on with the carburetor, and uh, man, we we ran the first 10, 12, 15 laps, whatever it was, and uh, and motor didn't have the power, and uh, we we come off the corner. The lateral forces of the of the way the banking is at, at every speedway across America, but here in Kansas. I, it just, uh, man, it was such a big disappointment to not have the engine running right. Uh, we ended up losing a lap, I think, within 20 laps. It was, I don't remember what it was. It might have been more laps than that, but it seemed like it was right away. And, uh, man, I just had big expectations of having a great race uh, for Brett Baer and our, uh, to re, our, to re, re, uh, the rescue the Republic. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired. Uh, the general race car. And, uh, man, it just wasn't to be, and it was just a big disappointment, man. I just, uh, I'm still disappointed about it, but uh, I tell you, the crew, uh, Johnny Rudin, Carl Long, everybody did all they could do. We brought the car in. We worked on it. We worked on it. Had to bring it behind the wall. Nobody ever gave up. We finished the race, but, man, we just, you got to have that horsepower underneath the hood, you know, and the engine's not sure. running right. It's just so disappointing, but, man, what a, what a great looking race car we had, man! To rescue the Republic, uh, Ford Mustang was just absolutely beautiful, and I had big expectations for a race. And then, man, next to that, they dropped the green flag, and the motor's not performing right. Man, what a disappointment! So, God, just uh, Brett Bear is such a great guy, a great friend, and to have him part of our racing team and be able to represent him in NASCAR. Man, I, I can't tell you what an honor it is. He's such a great guy. And I mean, I'm just, I'm honored and uh, humbled uh, that, that he puts his name in, in this awesome book on our race car. And, I mean, it says, you know, New York Times bestseller. bestseller. I mean, Brett Baer, he's the best. And, man, when you put some, you know, all our partners, Waterburger, everybody involved, everybody's winners and, and I'm a winner and I want to win. And when you, they drop the green and your car's not performing like it needs to, it's such a big letdown, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, but that, Hey, what do you, Hey guys, what do you call that? Racing. racing. It's just racing. racing. Yeah. Just racing. Well, what was interesting was from you know, my vantage point, I was down there on pit road and it was one of the first times I can ever say that I've actually gotten to see, your reaction in real time to when things aren't going right. Because I walked down and I could see through the window. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I mean, and, and listening to the radio, there was a point of frustration, and rightfully so, that, that you had and such. You know, that's not everything's always going to go right. You know, uh, uh, I'll keep it clean, poop happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, and so what, when, what are you thinking when you're going through those moments? I could see your, you know, just your body language, but what were you thinking when, you know, man, this just isn't our day? Yeah, I mean, it just happened right off the start. You know, when you, when you, when, man, when they drop the green flag and you're shifting going from second gear to third gear to fourth gear, you go into turn one wide open, you come off turn two. I knew when I came off turn two for the first time to make the first lap, complete the first lap, I knew we had an issue. You yeah. know, the motor wasn't running right, you know, and, and man, you got to be hitting on all eight cylinders. That thing's got to, got to be screaming and running just perfect. And when it wasn't, I knew it was going to be a long day, but man, it's just, uh, like you said, poop happens. <laughs> <laughs> the frustration is, uh, you know, you're trying to, uh, you know, rally your team and, and be positive. And man, like I said, the buildup was so cool. Uh, the race car, just Brett Bear giving us an opportunity 
to have such a good looking race car. I mean, the number one seller book right now in the country. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Brett Bear's a winner to to rest to rescue the Republic book is a winner. And I felt like I wanted to be a winner on the racetrack mm-hmm. with it. And it just didn't happen. So, man, the frustration level, it was over the top. And I was having a hard time, you know, making sure I had could, could compose myself, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just racing. I, how, how much contact were you having with Brett throughout the week and after the race week? I mean, that was a pretty cool car, dude. I was telling somebody, kind of reminds <laughs> me of, like, the $50 bill. Because he's on the 50 and just that yeah. car just. It very much stood out. Did, Brett, Brett, did you talk to Brett at all? Man, Brett's such a great guy. He's been busy. He's been on a, a, a national tour, you know, uh, signing autographs, bookstores. He's been everywhere promoting his book. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're watching television. You see Brett Bear. He's everywhere, you know. So I personally have not talked to Brett Bear, but he's been engaged with our social media. He sees what's going on. Yep. And Matt Jennings, uh, Matt, great friend of mine, a guy that, that really engages and brings a lot of great people into the sport of NASCAR. And I'm fortunate that he brings a lot of great sponsors to me and my team. Apologies to Matt Jennings, but we ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, so Matt's that guy, but man, it's just frustrating. It's just, it's a, it's such a great sport. You know, the highs are awesome, but the lows are challenged. You know what I mean? It's no, I don't, it's no matter what we do in life, we're all competitive, and we don't want to lose, and we don't want things to happen, but it's part of it. Well, um, I told some folks I'd do a better job of checking the comments in real time as we're doing this this live show, and I'm holding to that. Got a comment here from Kyle. Kyle writes, um, hang in there, David, on your way. <laughs> well, we, uh, I can assure you that, uh, man, there uh, – you know, my team, myself, Matt, we, there's no quit in us. You know, I mean, it's, we've had uh, many lows in my career and many challenges, but you know, uh, we're winners. Uh, we don't quit. We don't understand what that word means. We just got to put our heads down and keep digging and keep fighting. And that's what we'll do. That's what we're made of. And this kind of stuff happens in our sport, especially auto racing. It's just, it happens. It ain't perfect every week. Even when you want it to be perfect, but it is what it is. So sure. uh, we'll just keep digging and uh, and look to Martinsville next week. So when you have a race like this, Dave, and you're looking back on it, what are big lessons? What are big takeaways you can take for not only you as a driver but you as well? Man, you know it's it's preparation, and you know, and you, and I got such a great racing team. Being you know MBM Motorsports, Carl Long, my crew chief Johnny Rodden, and that's all the people involved. You know, and and. You know, I hold myself to a high standard. You know, the driver's got to do his part. And yeah. I expect the best. I expect, you know, from when I run any race, no mistakes and do the best we can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all human, so we do make mistakes. Things sure. happen. But we'll win together as a team and we'll lose together as a team. But just as long as everybody, the preparation at the shop, everything's being checked, all the I's are dotted, all the crees are, all the T's are crossed, and, you know, it's just, you know, week in and week out, man. It's all about preparation at the race shop, you know. And uh, my team does a great job. If there was a mistake made uh, internally, you know, I, and I don't know if there was or wasn't, you know, uh, hopefully they can get that fixed, you know. But Carl on my team owner, man, you know, the disappointment in his voice. And, you know, I could hear him on the radio. He wasn't happy. And, and just the letdown for everybody. But, hey, man, it's just it's sports. It's what we do. 
and uh, you can't let these lows, uh, you know, get you down. That's behind us now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm thinking about next week. You know what I mean? You have to. Gotta let, you got to let that go. We can't control that. We can only control what's ahead of us. But, man, it just I'm just honored to have Brett Bear on our race car and have him be a part of our racing program. You know what I mean? It's such an honor, and I'm so humbled by it. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. And I only want the best for him. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he could have gone like any other racing team, any other race car driver. He chose us, and, and I want to put him in victory lane. I want to run good. I want him to love the sport like he does. He loves it. But, you know, since he's been involved with us, it seems like every time – Brett's at the racetrack or he has his name on the car. It's like something happens, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just coincidental that it happens that way. But, uh, man, I want to run good just uh, just to get him excited, you know, mm-hmm. keep him coming back for more. You know what I'm saying, guys? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary comments, uh, that was a great-looking car. That was. It was a great-looking car, Mary, no doubt about it. And, uh, and uh, man, it, it, it just it was beautiful the way it was designed and, you know, the book cover, uh, it just, it was beautiful, you know, but, uh, but, you know, it, it's a beautiful race car and I love having beautiful race cars and all race cars look great when they're running good too. <laughs> Even the ones yeah, that don't look that wonderful, but I always tell people, man, when they're racing good, when they're running good, they look beautiful. <laughs> and, uh, also Murray says, uh, happy birthday, Tyler. It was fun celebrating. It is not my birthday. Oh, uh, it's not. Funny okay. story tonight. And, and, We'll backtrack for a second, and then we'll get back on topic. Uh, we go to dinner after the race, and uh, as we're finishing up eating, everyone's singing happy birthday to me. I'm like, it's not my birthday. What's going on? I mean, this this sucker here, damn it, David, you, you told them all it was my birthday. That's five months ago. Well, I, I hear you, you know, but, 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 you know, Dominic, Tyler, myself, Matt Jennings, just, I mean, the jobs we got, what we get to do, man, we're just very blessed. We're very blessed, and, and I just want to say. You just want to live every day like it's your birthday. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I want you guys to live every day like it's y'all's birthday. So, you know, I, sure. you know, Dominic was a little bit late getting there. It would have been his birthday, but it was your birthday today. <laughs> it's so birthday it's all good. Time. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> okay. All right. I look forward to that. Okay. Uh, I love yeah. that. It'll be somebody's birthday every day uh, when we're hanging out. Um, uh, Kyle Larson, where do we start? <laughs> Wow, I mean, you know, it's just the Cal Larson show, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's amazing, um, you know. It's pretty I, good. I had a source yeah. actually in the garage area at the time, they were thinking of renaming the series next year, the Cal Larson Cup Series. I, mean, I love yeah, the idea. Yeah, absolutely. Let's I mean, do it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know how the end result's going to turn out, but if I was a betting man, uh, you know, he would be the guy that's going to going to bring home the cup in 2021 it's going to be our champion yeah it's his to lose i mean it's a, it's the cal larson show you know it's amazing i was out there racing today and when he came by there's always like a five minute delay where second comes by you know he just uh man he's on fire uh hendrick motorsports you look at the results today uh chase elliott uh you know you look at chase elliott, william byron and I think the 48 car, Alex Bowman, man, they were just all, I think at one point in time, all four of those cars were in the top five, top six, you know. Mm-hmm. So they really found something that, uh, they found something in their race cars that, that maybe give them an edge on the racetrack. But I can assure you, Kyle Larson, from what I've seen personally and what everybody else in the country has seen, it doesn't matter if it's a NASCAR Cup Series uh, a midget car, it's a chili ball, a dirt wedge car at a dirt track somewhere across the United States, 
whatever this guy get this kid gets into, he's a winner. And uh, I'm not surprised by his dominance today. I'm going to say dominance because anytime when he lapped me, it was a little bit of a gap, and, and there was a lot of time before second came. I mean, so I'm not surprised by what Kyle Larson is doing and him winning the race today. I'm just excited to see who the final four guys are going to be going into Phoenix. And can Kyle Larson, you know, and the way NASCAR has his playoffs, guys, you know, you're going to have four guys that go into Phoenix Championship weekend. And if that particular race, Kyle Larson's car is just off a little bit, we might see a guy that just dominates the entire season, not win the championship. So it's kind of interesting, but it's, it's definitely Absolutely. his to, to lose. Yeah, it is. And you look back, you know, this is a guy, Kyle Larson, remember, he was running well early in his career, but it took him 100 starts to get his first victory. Now his last 125 starts, he's got 17 wins in that stretch. I mean, it's amazing when you look at that this guy worked so hard. We know the story about what he did to get back in the sport this year and all that, but just to, that turnaround, what do you think clicked for Kyle Larson? It seemed like that, that he's – learned a lot both on and off the track to get to this point. It wasn't overnight for college. We've always known he was talented, but it didn't just click instantly. Man, Dominic, I mean, what I've seen him do in, in Ganassi cars over the year was unbelievable mm. and uh, winning races. But, you know, when you knew, when you when you, we heard, you know, we all kind of learned this together when Hendrick Motorsports announced that they were going to employ Kyle Larson in 2021, only thing that come to my mind was, man, uh, the field better look out, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I think and, he said that on one of the first shows. Yeah, yeah. and just everything that I that I thought and my you know my personal opinions of it, it's all happening. You know what I mean? You got Hendrick Motorsports, you got Kyle Larson, one of the talentedest race car drivers in the country, in the uh, world, in the world. And uh, man, that 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 ingredients is amazing you know i mean that ingredients equals championships you know and uh man you know the sky's the limit for him and uh it's kind of interesting to see you know he's going to win next week at martinsville i mean he's going to win phoenix i mean it's amazing but good for him i think with everything that's happened to him uh last year and for him to you know, uh, get an opportunity to get back into sport with Hendricks. Good for him, man. It's I'm just I'm happy for him, and I think it's a great feel-good story. The fans love it, and uh, it's awesome. Dave, you can give some really good perspective here, right? You raced against him in the Truck Series. You raced against him over the years in the Xfinity Series, and now in the Cup Series on and off as well. What is it like when you're on the racetrack racing against Kyle Larson, or he passes you, or you pass him? What is that perspective against racing one of the guys that's in his front? Yeah, you know, and he passed you a couple times. Yeah, he's passed me a whole lot, you know. I mean, <laughs> but, but the, you're just trying to, you know, listening to my spotter and looking at my mirror, you're just trying to make sure uh, that you're giving him the line he wants. He's so fast. He runs, I mean, a half inch off the wall. And, uh, you know, but the, the, in Kansas Speedway, I mean, we, ran, we run right on top of the wall, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, he's probably 25, 30 miles an hour faster than my car. I'm wide open out there, and, I mean, you know, I'm wide open. My car is driving good. I'm wide open. And, you know, they said, hey, 10 back, 5 back. I'm just making sure that I don't get in this way. You know what I mean? With any driver 
in my position and a lot of other drivers out there racing that I'm racing against. What you don't want to do is, is change the outcome of the race. You don't want to, you don't want to be in their way. You want to have respect for the guys that are winning the races, the guys running the top 10. And, uh, I was once one of those guys that was leading and winning races. And one of the things I remember was like when I come up to lap somebody, they're almost blocking me and they're in the way. You know, everybody has the right to be on the racetrack, but it's just a respect thing. If somebody's lapping you and they're running right up against the wall, you're right up against the wall. I mean, give them the lane. You know what I mean? So it's always important to me to make sure I race respectfully to my peers. But Kyle Larson, you know, uh, you talk about racing against him. I mean, over the years, I've raced against him, but I ain't really, really raced with him, you know what I mean? Because he, you know, I'm not even the same zip code, you know what I mean? His his race cars, his teams have been so superb, and him as a driver, you know, I, I would like it if I would was able to race like everybody else is trying to do. Nobody can seem to catch this guy, but, man, I just go back to, to me. I think he's a... He's uh he is some, we're watching something special. Sure. We watched that with Jeff Gordon. We watched that with Jimmy Johnson, Tony Stewart. You know, on and on and on. Mark Martin, on and on and on. But I think we're seeing something special in the making here. We're watching history right in front mm-hmm. of us. But this guy's going to be mega mega superstar. He already is. It reminds me of you know if you want to put this to like a football comparison. There's certain guys that. When they come out of the draft, you know, like your Peyton Mannings of the world and Patrick Mahomes, you know, all these others that you know are just prodigies mm-hmm. from, a, you know, very early on. And, you know, it's you watch them come up through the ranks and go through that rookie year, whatever it may be, and you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, okay, this guy's going to be good. And here we're, we're watching this about to unfold. And then when the flip switches, it's a different animal. Yeah, We've absolutely. seen that flip switch with Kyle Larson, where now he's in that dominating form. What I wonder, though, David, is looking at how well he's raced and you know getting all these wins for Hendrick Motorsports and the way that he has commanded the season. Remember that the darling of this team in 2020 was Chase Elliott, his teammate. And Chase won the championship, had a really good playoff run. Chase is in the same equipment this defending champion, but not getting the results Kyle Larson is. What do you attest to that? Is Kyle just better than Chase as a driver, or is Hendrick giving a little extra something-something to Kyle or not giving to Chase? Man, Tyler, I, I, mean, I mean, Dominic, that's tough to answer, you know, Good because, question. man, yeah. Chase Elliott's a champion. I mean, you're talking about Bill Elliott's son that's been racing since he There's was. There's got to be a little bit of jealousy, right? Well, I, I, yeah, you know, but, <laughs> but you got to understand, uh, you know, uh, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, they have different engineers. They got different crew chiefs. They, they rose to both Hendrick Motorsports race cars, but, you know, they have their own individual teams, you know what I mean? So yeah. they set up the Kyle Larson runs that he can run and just, you know, dominate may not be a setup that, that Chase Elliott likes, you know what I mean? So, you know, even though they're two totally different race car drivers, they're racing under the same stable, but it's two te- two different teams, you know. And uh, man, you know, to say that one race car driver is better than when you talk about Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. I mean, these guys are the best of the best, you know. But you know, it's kind of interesting because I think it's, Kyle Larson has been really good for NASCAR because all the dirt tracks, all the dirt track racing people 
race car drivers, the people that make a living racing on the dirt, and and the people that race locally throughout the United States on dirt. You know, to have a Cal Larson that loves dirt racing yeah. and is so great at it, and then you know he races Friday night at the dirt track somewhere, and then you watch him, you know, a, two days later in a NASCAR race dominate the race. It just lets people know all over the country if you're a dirt track guy. You know, you're watching what this this guy, and here I want to kind of answer your question. Mm-hmm. This guy wins on three-eighths mile dirt track, a quarter mile dirt track, uh, you know, a five-eighths mile dirt track. I don't care how big or small the dirt track is, he's the man. He dominates, he wins these races, but it's telling me the great car control he has. And I tell you that I think that dirt experience and being a dirt track guy for as long as he has, you put him on the NASCAR side, and, man, there's not a lot of us that can keep up with him, you know. And I think a lot of the, the diehard dirt track fans and dirt track race car drivers across the country, I think they're tuning into NASCAR a lot more than they have sure. been in the past mm-hmm. because of Cal Larson. He's doing a lot for our sport. Oh, yeah. And he's letting these dirt racers, sprint car racers, late model dirt racers say, hey, guys. If I can do this, you can do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just think everything about Kyle Arson has just been great for not just our racing industry of NASCAR racing, but I think in 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 racing motorsports in America, I think he's just done a lot for the whole industry as a whole. Well, Dominic, uh, you know, as far as the story of Kyle Larson goes, you know, there's always going to be people that point to the incident of last year. That, will, that won't go away. That's always mm-hmm. going to stay with him. But the thing that, that stood out to me when that got my attention of when I, when I said to myself, okay, he's got it for sure. We can move on and be rooting for Kyle was when Willie T. Ribs came on this very show and said glowing things about Kyle and, and what the conversations they had. I still go back. That's one of my favorite shows we've done is going back Absolutely. at what Willie T. had to say about Kyle. That's what sold me completely of, of this. Kyle is a good guy and here to stay and he's learned he's changed and he's, he's about to be a champion. Well, and you're right. Possibly a champion here in two weeks time. Right. But I think it just goes and shows back that beyond race, right? Life happens. Things happen. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. And he moved on from that mistake and he was able to right the wrong. Right. You, you want to always try to conduct yourself in the best way possible. Right. And when you mess up, you want to not only apologize, but make things right. And I think Kyle Larson has done more than that in the last 18 months. Right. None of us are perfect. Yeah, I think he's sincere. He's a sincere mm-hmm. kid. Uh, you watch him. I think you can't help but see him in the garage, just see him around the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's really, really engaging with the fans. He's a nice kid. Uh, and he's engaging with the NASCAR fans, you know. And, uh, you know, I just think everything he's done. And, and going back, thinking about Willie T. Briz, man, what a <laughs> What an honor that was to have that well, guy so, on our podcast, oh, man. Yeah. What a great race car driver in his time. And, and you know, Willie's such just a cool guy. Cool seeing back on track with the SRX series. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was a good product they put out. Oh, oh my God. Big time, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. it was just cool to see Willie out there getting back after it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Willing the heck out of those race cars. Yeah. But, uh, but man, Cal Larson, I mean, it's just, it's the Cal Larson show, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, you know, there's going to be three other guys after next week, Martinsville race. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's interesting to look at Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch. I mean, you know, what, what do we got? We got Hendrick Motorsports and Joe Gibbs racing. 
I mean, is it? Is it not looking to God right no. now. No, not not really. You know, but you only got bad day today. You got three organizations. You got you got Gibbs, you got Hendricks, and you got Roger Penske. You know, so uh, but you know, it only takes one guy. You know, it might be one of those. You know, uh, Roger Penske guys next week that puts puts that thing in victory lane. So well, and that's what guys makes, a multi-winner finish, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's what makes this uh, this playoff so exciting is that you can look at okay, those three Penske teams were bad today. Joey Legato is how far back from fourth? No, about twenty six points back. So he can make that up he in can. one race, but that's a tall order, right? Because it's not just twenty six points behind fourth. It's passing those other guys along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that, you know, this playoff of we're not just points racing, that a guy like Joey Logano, who had a bad day that's in the last spot in the playoff, can write that wrong completely with a win, and it's like nothing ever happened. Man, that's uh, in some ways for these guys, uh, David, it's got to be, a, you know, a stress relief that they have that other option, but others – I mean, you're on your toes the entire time, you knowing that. Uh, hey, if if we can't win today, I sure hope this guy can't. Man, it's 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 going to be interesting. It just keeps everybody excited, and uh, the playoffs, and you know, Martinsville next week is going to be over the top. You know what I mean? Because man, you got you have four guys, three guys, they're going to be racing their tails off. You know, and it just that intensity, knowing that you got to get almost got to get a win. It just it creates great drama, mm-hmm. and you know we're going to have drama at Marsville because it's Marsville. You know you beat and bang, and uh, and uh, man, so I'm so excited about the playoffs. So uh, man, next week is just gonna. I, I can't wait for it to be here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you'll, be, you'll be at the race, right? I'm gonna be racing on Saturday afternoon, no doubt about it, buddy. Not Sunday. Not Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic, uh, I want to get your opinion here. You look at that playoff picture. We know Kyle's advance, three other spots up for grabs. Who gets them? Man, it's a really, really good question because you look at that points deficit, right? I mean, Chase has got 34 points up. He's probably going to make it, right? He can just point his way in for Martinsville. He's run really well. We What's that, like a 20th place finish? Locks him in? If you don't get stage points, you run right. 19th. You're probably going to make it if you're Chase Elliott. If you're Denny Hamlin, you can probably finish 12th or 13th, not pick up stage points and still advance your way in. We know there's going to be at least two guys <coughs> that point their way in. Bless me. Excuse me. But this is where it gets interesting, right? Kyle Busch who currently holds the fourth and final transfer spot, has just a one-point advantage over Ryan Blaney. And then as you move on down the list, his Joe Gibbs racing teammate, Martin Truex Jr., with just a three-point deficit. And then Brad Keselowski with a six-point deficit. We talked about it. Logano might be a little too far back. It's probably going to take a win for him to get in. But that bubble, right, for that fourth place, fourth to seventh place, six-point separate four guys, that's – I don't know. Hollywood can't script something better than that. And when you look at those guys going for their, those spots, all of whom are capable of winning any given week. I know that it feels like we're talking about Kyle Larson winning every week, but, I mean, all those guys are super talented. Hard week in the shop away. Um, any one of them can do it, uh, David. I mean, it's not going to be surprising if one of those guys that are not in that top four right now steals a win on Sunday. Man, you said it just you, – you hit it right on the head, uh, Tyler. That's I my mean, name. Ryan Blaine, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Kozlowski, Joy – I mean, I mean, the, any one of these guys can win. It's just – man, it's just having everything work out right that 
next Sunday. I mean, you got to have some luck on your, you know, you got to have some luck with you. Sure. Uh, you know, it's Martinsville. You Jason's know, you, got to be hoping Kevin Harvick still isn't mad at him. No doubt about it, man. There's so much drama. But, but like you said, Tyler, any any given weekend, one of those top eight guys can win. And, and you know, what's interesting about the playoffs, if you look up at the – if you're watching the race, sometimes all eight of those guys are first to eight on the track. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, you never want to count out Joey Logano. Penske cars, Brad Kislowski, Martin Truex Jr. Right? I mean, it's just, I mean, any, anybody can do it. Absolutely. So it's just what makes the next weekend's race so exciting. And, and the intensity level is going to be off the roof. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. Like I would expect it. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. Lots. No Lots. doubt about it. Um, let's go ahead and get to our news and notes segment. But uh, before we do, just a reminder that the folks at Whataburger cook up 100% pure beef burgers 24 hours a day. You can get your burger fixed anytime, day or night at Whataburger. Proudly serve hot and fresh 24 hours a day. What a burger. Dominic, uh, a lot of headlines in the NASCAR world. Where do we start? Let's start with a report from Motorsport.com. Motorsport.com is confirming that Hall of Famers, Tony Stewart, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Fox TV analyst Clint Boyer, are all expected to take part in a test for the next-gen car at Bowman Gray Stadium on Tuesday, October 26th. Bowman Gray, one-fourth mile asphalt track in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, held NASCAR races over the years. Three drivers are going to take turns in the car as the sanctioning body prepares for the car's first race, the 2022 preseason non-points clash event, which will be held in Los Angeles. So, guys, Stewart and Junior Hall of Famers, Quinn Boyer, a 10-time winner of the Cup Series, they're bringing in some old school guys to come test this car. You know what I like about that, David? Is it means NASCAR is actually listening to the drivers. Man, I'm just I'm, <laughs> we've criticized them for that for a long time. I'm just hearing. I'm just, I mean, this is the first time here, and I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited about that to have Dell Jr. and Tony Stewart, Clint Boyer. I mean, when they when they were, when, you know, we've all heard about the next gen race car that's coming out next year. For the first race and you know la the la coliseum uh you know i've heard conflicting reports you know even carl long is building a next-gen race car it's expensive it's this it's this it's that and I always wondered in my mind you know why don't they have mark martin why don't they have dale jr and Tony Stewart, Jeff and Jimmy Johnson, and Jeff Bodine, and, Carl Long, and you know Carl Long. Why don't they have a board of, of just racers, true hardcore racers, you know, uh, on a committee to talk about the changes? If this is a good deal, what if the only reigns, you know, will this work or won't work? I mean, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So to to have Dylan Hart Jr., Tony Stewart, Clint Boyer testing the next gen car. I'm excited about that because these these three three awesome awesome superstar Hall of Fame race car drivers mm-hmm. can help NASCAR and 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 it's it's cool because Tyler, like you said, NASCAR is listening now. You know what I'm saying? I think, <laughs> and you know how Tony Stewart is. He's yeah. not going to hold back. No, so he's all three of them won't hold back, oh, especially Stewart Boyer. So yeah, Junior will be vocal too, I mean, especially Stewart. This Boyer. is not the Brian France days anymore. I think this is really an important time, and I'm excited about it, and I can't wait to hear their feedback uh, from these three great drivers. Are you going to call them up afterwards? Well, I, I, I don't know if I call one up, but I, I can't wait to talk to one of them afterwards so I can get some <laughs> impact, you know, input from them. You know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, it's 
good. It's good stuff. You ready to drive that car? Are you excited about that next gen? <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, well, I'm ready to drive it tomorrow if I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do, man. We're, we're, we want to race. Are, are you are you are you going to miss the current Cup car at all? Absolutely. I think you know. I, you know. I I think if you asked all 40 drivers that were in the Cup race today if they were going to miss the current Cup car, I bet all 40 drivers would tell you absolutely. I mean, the current cup car we have in the NASCAR Cup Series, the racing's awesome, mm-hmm. the cars are awesome, everything's great. Uh, I mean, hey, guys, we're going from five lug nuts to one. I mean, just uh, that's just one thing. There's not, a, there's not a part or a piece off the current NASCAR cup car race car that we can use for 2022. Mm-hmm. So you're asking me a question. Am I going to mess it? All the other drivers are. I think everyone would tell you absolutely. Right, especially when the product has been good with it. Um, it's been one thing if it was, you know, everyone was so ready for that COT car to go to the trash. You know, that that was such a bad <laughs> race car. This is not the case with the current car. It's yeah. a you know, a good car they're putting out there. What else we got, Doctor? Those thing. I mean, we've kind of talked about them a lot this show, but just kind of looking at the numbers, right? Kyle Larson. One thing we really take a look at is what nine wins. He could be the first driver now since Jimmy Johnson in 2007 to go on and win double-digit victories in a single season. He's one away from doing that. Johnson did that in 2007 with 10 victories, went on to win the championship. And importantly, too, when you look at the wins list, I like looking at that Cup Series wins list. Kyle Larson has climbed 20 spots on the wins list since the beginning of the year. With nine victories, 20 spots. He's, he's now 54th all-time. He is tied with his 15th career win with NASCAR great Ernie Irvin, who's a, a future Hall of Famer. And you start looking at who he's approaching as he gets towards 18 and 19 and 20 wins. Ryan Newman, Jeff Bodine, Neil Bond. I mean, uh, Larson is starting to cross into some of these numbers that are just phenomenal. Some of these guys that are Hall of Famers. I got one more for you on the numbers front. Today, Kyle Larson, since the NASCAR schedule has been a 36-race schedule, he broke the record today for most laps led in a 36-race season, breaking Jeff Gordon's record from – uh, 2001, I believe. And what's uh, even more phenomenal about that, Tyler, that was at a time, too, 2001 to 2017, where the Cup Series ran about 10,000 laps collectively across the 36 races. It's closer to about 8,500 to 9,000 now, so it's even harder to do something like that. You have more road courses. You don't have as many three, four, five hundred 500-lap races. These road course races are under 100 laps in time. That's even more impressive. This guy's dominating from start to finish right now. I'll tell you guys what's impressive is y'all know this kind of stuff. That's what's <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm like, I'm hey, sitting, they don't call me the stats guy. I'm sitting here listening to all this stuff. It's like, man, I'm a Tyler Dollar. How do y'all, how do y'all know all these stats? You know, but very impressive well, numbers, <laughs> numbers, stats. But you know, uh, Kyle Larson, young kid. Uh, uh, you know, we're going to see him up there at all t- you know all time win list. I mean, I, I, I think you're going to see him. You know, might be the third, fourth, fifth all time winner in the Cup Series. You know, when his career is done, because man, he's on fire right now. So, not surprised about all these numbers y'all are spitting out. But uh, I'm impressed with Kyle Larson, Hendrick Motorsports. And I'm impressed with my co-host here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you know, so. I mean, yeah, you look at his list here. There. Look at some of these names. Right? Curtis Turner. Yeah. Well, the NASCAR great. Marvin, Pan, Brian, you're McCasey, Kane, Harry, Dan, Neil Bonnet. There's just too many cool names. Bonnie, Fly. He's going to start passing some past champions here. Before. Yeah, absolutely. Greg yeah. Biffle. Man, wow, the Biff. Man. Yeah. That's, some, that's a lot of talent. Yeah, for sure. Pretty cool. Uh, Dominic, do we have anything else? 
think they're good on the NASCAR news notes. Uh, let me ask you real quick uh, about Martinsville coming up. Uh, what what are you expecting out of the uh, paperclip coming next week? <laughs> drama, drama, <laughs> drama, drama. I mean, man, there's so much at stake and, and nasty hot dogs. The hot dogs are awesome. You know what I mean? I'm with David there. I've tried them only in Daytona. So I've yeah. never tried an authentic yeah. Martinsville hot dog, but they've had them in the Daytona International Speed and Media Center. They're pretty good, man. No, those things are it's way tradition. Too good. It's tradition to go to Martinsville and eat a hot I'm dog. I'm sure they're even better in Martinsville. They were good in Daytona. Yeah, they were. That's your wife's favorite track. <laughs> she loves it. But, you know, for anybody, my wife Kim loves, loves, Marsville because man you just it's intimate and what I mean by intimate it's like you're just it's, it's so wife. small and you're on top of the racetrack I mean it's just so you just you feel like you're just right there you know what I mean I mean it's unbelievable you know it's so, like race around two football fields right is that a good comparison yeah it's unbelievable back to back football field. it's awesome but a great place but you know the 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 uh, enthusiasm the energy the the I mean, just the the stress of it. I mean, I mean, there's a lot at stake. Next week's race is is unbelievable, and it's at Martinsville. You know, I mean, you you throw away all the championship points and who's going to advance, who's not. You just have a race there. That's intense by itself. Just having a race at Martinsville. I don't think I've ever been to Martinsville, and I've been racing there a long time. That somebody went mad at somebody, mm-hmm. the intensity, the beating and banging, somebody spinning somebody out, somebody wrecking something. I mean, it's just it's the product of the paperclip. Oh, excitement, yeah. excitement, excitement. And uh, before somebody tells, ask Bob Bachris, uh, they got lights. So <laughs> <laughs> they do. So if uh, we won't have a situation where it's going to be dark uh, for Victory Lane like it was Jeff Gordon's last race. So uh, if uh, weather or something's involved, whatever, we can you know get this race uh, you know later, whatever it may be next mm-hmm. week. So that should be fun. All right, uh, before we get to our Ask David segment, stop by Whataburger for a hot, hearty breakfast any morning or late at night. They're serving up breakfast from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. Proud to serve it hot and fresh. 24 hours a day, water burger. I had plenty of water burger uh, in Texas. I think I made about three visits. How many visits you make, Donald? I made five visits. Five. Worth every single visit. <laughs> and I'm telling you, when you read those ads, it just makes me want burgers. So thank you for making me hungry. Yeah, because yeah. they, I'm hungry again. Uh, yeah, I eat like every two or three hours. I'm always eating. I'm, hey, I'm always hungry for a water burger. <laughs> that chocolate shake, man. Uh, that sounds good. Water burgers coming to Kansas City, thanks to my guy Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Four locations, right? Uh, four and more coming after that. And more. Yes. Wow. Is that true that he's going to be like park franchise owner in a couple of That is correct. That is awesome. Yes. Wow. That's awesome. So news, when man. we come back to this track in May, we can go to Waterbury. Absolutely. Oh, perfect. Maybe we can go to the one Patrick Mahomes is, you know, a franchise owner at. Who sure. knows? You know? Sure. So, Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's get to our Ask David segment. And Dominic, uh, someone you'd like to uh, introduce? Sure. Let's bring Felice into the show. She was going to ask a question on the Ask David segment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell, and tell us about Felice as she's walking up here. Sure. So Felice is my girlfriend, and she's <laughs> been helping out at the racetrack the last couple of times I've gone. And yeah, Come on back. Great photos. There we go. Awesome photojournalist right here. Right? She's a natural. Really good at photo taking. A racing expert. She's truly a racing expert. She predicted the winner in Las Vegas. Awesome. Yeah. So one for one. So. Okay. What's your question on the Ask David segment? Okay. So my question is, you lost a pretty bad bet. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. You what? Oh, oh. Yeah, a loss is really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to know what the worst bet anybody's or everybody's lost. Okay. So what's the worst bet you guys have lost? And I'll tell you guys. That's a great question. Oh, okay. Man. Man. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's pretty bad, guys. But let's yeah. hear your guys' stories first. <laughs> okay. Um, so mine isn't nearly as exciting as what yours is. People are about to hear quite the story. Here oh. But yeah. when I was a little kid growing up in Oklahoma, I was a big <laughs> Oklahoma Sooners fan. You know, that's where my mom went to school and everything. And uh, I uh, one year they were playing o- Oklahoma State in Bedlam, big rivalry game. Oklahoma's won that thing, like, I think it's like 88 times now. Oklahoma State's only won it like 13 in the history of the rivalry. Um, well, this one guy I went to church with, he bet me, he said, let's bet the OU-OSU game. And if uh, OSU wins, then you have to be an OSU fan for all of next year. And uh, that includes when they're playing OU. And sure enough, OSU that year actually beat Oklahoma. So he made me be an OSU fan the next year. That was, Is there photo evidence of this? Thank God there's not. <laughs> that, was, that was a painful year, i got to tell you. Oh, okay. So that was probably the worst bet I've made. I've lost uh, a lot of money gambling on sports, too, but that's – you know, a whole yeah. other story. <laughs> Worst bet, Dave? Man, I, I, you know, I don't even remember what year it was, but it was all about Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, and a, a good buddy of mine from Houston. It was a big race fan. He raced a little bit himself. He he, he bet me that uh, Dale Earnhardt was going to win the championship, Jeff Gordon, you know, and not Jeff Gordon. And I said, man, I'm so, you know, it was kind of like Kyle Larson. You know, you it's hard to bet against him. And, at the time, Jeff Gordon was just on fire, you know. I said, well, hey, look, if Jeff Gordon doesn't win the championship, and I'm trying to remember, I don't remember what year it was, you know, I'll wash your car and mow your grass for your parents, you know, because mm-hmm. he still lived with his parents. And I will wash your car when you want it washed, and I will go to your house and mow your grass when you want me to come mow your grass. God dang, man. <laughs> man I, was that the stupidest bet? I lost, and uh, and uh, man, I ended up uh, you know it was about three months of mowing grass and washing this guy's truck. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, you know, it was a bet, and I lost. So you know what I mean? I was trying to be a good friend, and there were a couple times like, man, I need my truck washed, taking my girlfriend to dinner, and you know, I'm, I said, man, dude, I'm working. I got to, you know, one time I was going to the racetrack. He said, man, I really need my truck washed, you know. So did you have to hand wash it every time? I hand washed it every oh, time, man. man. You know, so I got it. Armor all the time. You know how clean freak I am. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I, I kind of learned a lesson back then. Don't, you know, betting, betting somebody and losing a bet, you know, it's, I'm, I always want to be on the winning side, but sometimes you lose a bet. Be careful what you're betting. You know, and <laughs> stupid games win stupid prizes, right? Absolutely, man. So I don't, I don't bet too many people stupid things anymore <laughs> because sometimes I'm usually the guy doing the stupid things out there that I betted on. So anyway, my betting days are pretty much over with. Yeah, um, I know you yeah. like to, you know, go. At least to that's r- a great question, though. <laughs> <laughs> you like to go to the roulette table? Have you thought about playing Russian roulette sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, uh, absolutely not. What's the next question, Tom? Well, no, no, no. It's, you got to answer. You got to tell your story now. Get up close to that camera. Get up close. Okay, I'm gonna get up close for you guys. I'll get up close after I tell the story. Okay. So, okay. So, Lisa and I, we're sitting at dinner. It's about two months ago, 
And we like to go high stakes wagers, right? We've gone go car racing. We've just got to buy dinner, that sort of thing. So over the beginning, I guess, of fall time in December, we're talking, we're sitting at dinner this one morning or this one night. And we're like, hey, we should have a high stakes bet. And because we're trying to eat healthier, right? So we said we're not eating artificial sugar, right? So we had done it for a couple of days and we're at dinner and we're like, yeah, we should totally make this a high stakes you wager. Mean no, you mean no ice cream? No ice cream. Oh, wow. So like no ice cream. David, this is this is how serious, right? No Whataburger spicy ketchup. Oh That's God, how serious man. we were taking this bet. Wow. So we're a couple of days in and we're like, yeah, we both got a headache. We're kind of talking about what should we wager. So we're sitting there, we're thinking about it, and money, nah, not money. Oh, like buying dinner a few times. No, let's ramp this up, right? We're even Googling things. At least it's like, I got it. She goes, the winner, whoever caves first, right? right? The winner picks a piercing for the loser. Oh, Lord. I was like, oh, let's do this, right? And they say in New York, all right, bet. So I shook hands on it. I didn't think I was going to lose. She didn't think she was going to lose. Eight days later, I lost. So what did you get pierced, or do we not want to know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, get up close. Yeah. No. Turn the turn, other no. way. Oh, there we go. There it is. There it is. Look yeah. at that ugly piercing right on the nose. nose piercing. Looking like a cow. <laughs> Man, I saw See, that. It was, it was either that or a belly piercing, so... Dude, she had that, some mercy on me. I saw that the other day go, and I said, man, what, what happened to Dr. Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to see some. Did you notice it, Jennings? No, I did not. Man, I did. Sorry, I, I did. So, when we I'm went. Not that close to your nose. <laughs> what do you think, Jennings? Uh, it, 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 it's small enough. Yeah. So, I mean, at least you didn't go big. So, that's that's so when said. we went, right, we went to go get this thing done. I told the body person, please. Pick Thank something you. that looks like a birthmark or something. Make it look like not noticeable. But here we are two weeks later. I got one thing to recommend to you. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Dominant. I would bet her something else so you get rid of it. <laughs> and whatever it is you're betting her, you be better double, double or nothing. Double you, or nothing yeah. you need to, no, 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 no double or nothing. You, you need you to be 90% you sure that you can win because you need to. That's not the Dominic I know. <laughs> God. So is, that, is it that noticeable? Thing? Well, to me it was. I'm like, man, Dominic must have hit his head last week or something. I took a bet that I thought I was going to win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no. well, yeah. A few more comments on uh, the Facebook feed. Uh, Bob writes, hey, guys, we're racing down the interstate. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for watching, Bob. Yeah. Bob, be careful. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. Uh, Zach writes in, hey, David, it's Zach from Las Cruces. I met you in Daytona in 2016. I know it's been a while, but hope you remember me. Great job today, buddy. You were nice enough to give me a water and a Gatorade in the garage area and sign a hero card and hat for me. I would love a shout. Oh, thanks, Zach. You're a good dude, buddy. And, uh, Thanks for being an NASCAR fan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Las Cruces, uh, we got New yeah, Mexico. Not too far from, yeah. only about four hours away. There's pretty good people there. You know anybody from there? Las Cruces? <laughs> no, actually, I do not, actually. Right there on the El Paso, New Mexico. Uh, state line. line. Yeah. Uh, you ever been there? I have. Me I too. Have. Passing through. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Passing through. <laughs> um, Marlene checks in, says, uh, how often do you eat at Waterburger? <laughs> that's a great question more than I need to admit because my wife is probably watching <laughs> I would say in a in a week's time 
you know, I'm only home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where you're usually on the road back to a NASCAR race somewhere in the country. I would say five or six times in four days. <laughs> so what about during the offseason? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's quite often, probably once a day. That's awesome. A <laughs> couple That's more cool. uh, questions for you coming in from Facebook. Uh, Mary writes, are you ready to get back to having practice and qualifying again next year? I am. I'm, I'm ex- and, and reason why I am, I think NASCAR did the best they could under COVID uh, restrictions. Mm. Uh, uh, Sport of the year last year. Absolutely. Sports business journal. Absolutely it is. But, you know, I kind of miss practicing and, and being able to, uh, you know, change this, change that. And we were talking about our Brett Bear to rescue the Republic Ford Mustang Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. If we would have had practice, I'd have figured out and practice that, hey, mm-hmm. there was something going on with the motor. Sure. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Mary, great question. I'm looking forward to uh, practice coming back, not only for us, all the drivers, the teams, but for the fans as well. You know, the, I, I remember, you know, before COVID, uh, the fans would come in days earlier. And, man, the, during practice, I'd look up in the stands, you know, pulling out of the garage area. And I was like, man, there's a lot of people here watching practice, you know. But I think the race fans that – that come to the racetracks across the country, they make a, you know, they're there three or four days and they want to see race cars on the racetracks. Instead of waiting for Saturday and Sunday's race, they want to see something going on Thursday and Friday because they're there. It's the whole fan experience. Absolutely. Two so, three-day shows. Absolutely. So I think every uh, having the cars practice and qualifying is going to be a great thing for our sport. Uh, Kyle wants to know, what does the first weekend in the off-season feel like? <laughs> There's no off-season for you. No, no, it's... Uh, you know, the, the, rea- the, the, you know, Matt Jennings is in the audience over here, you know, and, and myself. And, you know, you're, you're trying to get to all your partners to see how, you know, did y'all have a great time this year? You know, man, please, you're, you're, ne- you're on your knees. You're begging. Hey, come back with me next year. Come try this NASCAR thing again. Mm-hmm. Let's make it bigger. Let's make it better. You know, we need a little bit more money. I mean, it's 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 a lot of work. The off season is really not an off season, you know, because your you know your teams are working on race cars. You're trying to re up your contracts with your partners. There's so much to be done in a short period of time. You know, Thanksgiving is here, mm-hmm. Christmas time. I love Christmas and what it stands for. Spending some time with my family. Still doing this show. Absolutely still doing our show. show. Yeah. I mean, so there really is, even though we're not going to the racetrack, we're not getting on the airplane Thursday afternoon and actually going to a racetrack somewhere and racing, but we're still just as busy. And it's stressful, too, because you you want to make sure that, you know, as us race car drivers, because we have to bring funding to our racing team, and we want to make sure we got enough funding. And sometimes, you know, the holidays are here companies are, are kind of the people want time off to spend uh, the holiday season with their families. We're trying to put deals together, and it's the most joyful, stressful time for me personally. It has been over the years since since we've had to start bringing funding to our racing team. So I love the off-season. I love the holiday season. I love Christmas lights. I love Christmas trees. I love Santa Claus. <laughs> I love all that stuff. Sure. With my I'm glad you're my, not anti-Santa. And my kids. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I mean? It's such a beautiful, wonderful, joyful time of year, but it's also very stressful. One of my favorite days, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, Tyler, but this was, you can correct me on the details. Right. I might be missing a detail or two, but this is 2018. We weren't working together just yet, but doing a lot of this radio freelance stuff for ESPN Albuquerque. And I'm chatting with you in the garage area at the end of the 2018 Homestead race. 
you looked so stressed out, right? Because it was the end of the season. But you had told me you were really looking forward to it because Kim, your boys were there at the race. You guys were going to go get something to eat. And you were getting ready to go on for a cruise for a few days. And you just looked like you went, I saw it on your face. You went from being very stressed out at the beginning of that interview to like a nice smile on your face because my family's here. We're getting ready to go on a ship and go cruising. You know, you, this season, I mean, you know, Everybody knows them. Maybe the fans know or they don't know, but man, you know, the, the, the grind of it, taking mm-hmm. care of your sponsors, trying to get new sponsors, just trying to race good, working with your team. You know, it's just, man, the, just the energy it takes to do what we do, the travel, the sponsor commitments, you know, and, and you get towards the end of the season and you know, you're worried about the next year's racing season, you know. Mm-hmm. And, man, when you go to the last race of the year, which was always in Miami, uh, uh, Homestead, Miami, Florida, and your family comes with you, and the day after the, the day after your season's over with, you can go get on a cruise ship and spend five or six days with your family. Hey, man, it don't get much better than that. Yeah. You can kind of release for five or six days and just enjoy your family. Be thankful you got what you got. And uh, But, man, once that cruise ship hits the dock, it's back to – Work again, 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 again. You know, the starts the off season. So the the off season is is I don't, they call it the off season, but it's not the off season. Yeah, yeah, it's just a different time. Absolutely. Um, Laura checks in. Said had a great time this weekend. Got some amazing photos of you all. Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Laurie, Laurie. Laurie's awesome. Lori Lori gives us great content and uh, been a great friend and a race fan. Mm-hmm. Of ours and and you know just y'all know Lori. Absolutely, Lori's great. Car checks in says, "Sir, I missed dinner, David. Thank you for a great weekend." <laughs> anytime, buddy. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, uh, Forrest wants to know what your 2022 plans are, and uh, we'll just have to say that uh, we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we got two more races this this year, and. Uh, We'll take it one week at a time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the stress level's already, it's already appearing, you know, but, uh, we're on Cincinnati. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love it. Um, any final thoughts? Let's start with Dominic. Uh, last couple of weeks, I've had a great time with you guys. Yeah. And Dominic, uh, we're not done with the season yet, but, uh, man, what, what a nice, uh, little, uh, few weeks it's been, uh, here. I know it makes me think we got to be doing this at some point every week. It was a lot of fun doing this face to face in the flush, doing it live. Fun doing it on Zoom. Don't get me wrong. Fun having guests, but there's just something about doing this show live. It's cool. It's a lot of fun. Even when we have an audience of two tonight, you know, <laughs> you know we, we feel yeah. like a, a rowdy yeah. bunch. You know? Oh, we sure do. And it's a lot of fun working with you guys. And it's a lot of fun to be at three of the last four races, the 21 races, the yeah. 2018. So it kind of feels like that being back on the road. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's really cool uh, to do this podcast with you guys, you know, because my perspective as a race car driver and a mechanic and, you know, all our sponsors, you know, and, and y'all y'all just bring so much knowledge and, you know, you know, statistics. I sit here and we do our podcasts and, you know, I'm getting educated what's going on in our in our industry. You know what I mean? Y'all know the news of the week and what's going on, you know, learning that Tony Stewart and Dale Jr. and Clint Boyer are going to test the, the next gen car here in a couple of days. I had no idea. I mean, that's awesome. And hearing, you know, we all know Kyle Larson is, a, you know, obviously the hottest driver in the world right now. And just, but here's some of his, his numbers and what he's doing, yeah. you know, I mean. But in the historical context. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, you know, we're so busy. Matt Jennings, myself, Brett Baer, Waterburger, 
get all the people that, that make up our racing and, and, and enables us to build a race. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so focused on what we're doing, and sometimes it's hard to keep all the going-ons in, in, in the sport of NASCAR racing. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy our podcast because it gives us time to slow down, reflect, understand what's happening in our sport, listen to Tyler, listen to you know Dominic and Tyler and I learned, man. I learned from you guys. But this has been a lot of fun. Oh yeah. And uh, man, I uh, I'm excited about next week. I mean, I'm excited to race, expensive race next week. There's a championship going on right there, and uh, and 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 then the man, the, what's going to happen on Sunday afternoon in Martinsville is it's going to be off the chart, man. The intensity is going to be amazing, and yeah. uh, we'll talk about this next week on our podcast. But you know, we're, there's going to be a surprise. There's going to be a lot of drama. There's going to be some mad drivers, mad teams. It's, it's, it's just cool stuff, man. So, it will be. Absolutely. But, man, it's been fun. Any thank yous you need to get out of here? Man, it's been fun with all you guys, I'm sure. But, man, you know, today's race wasn't possible without, you know, I, you know, I had so many great sponsors. Wilkerson Crane, Sir Reynolds, uh, obviously Brett Bear to, to Rescue the Republic, uh, Steely Lumber Company, Brown and Brown Dealer Services. Thank you. I mean, they were on our hood this week. Uh, Midwest Mobile Tech, my buddy Mark and uh, his daughter McKenna. Uh, McKenna uh, sorry, McKenna. <laughs> sorry, Ken, McKenna. She's Ken, great. Yeah, Cantera Design Builders. Just man, all the people that that support us and give us the money to do what we love to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm so humbled and and just blessed to, that you know. That somebody would help us do what we do. It's amazing, you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know what? I'm going to throw a bone to Jennings. We're not going to run out of time uh, for Jennings this time. Uh, do, do we have anything else for from your end? Anything we need to cover? Anything you want to bring up here? Well, I mean, it's uh, you know, you have to stand in front of the microphone. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is we're covering this right here. Um, <laughs> So we, we've got a, you know, Brett's been um, very kind to send us some, and, I, and, I, and I'm not sure, you, this is something we've missed up to you podcast guys as to how we do this, but. Well, uh, we'll select. So we I wanted to surprise it for the end. Here's what I was thinking. Since the people that got interactive with the show, we're going to select, what is it? We're giving away five books? I got five. Yeah. Okay. Five books. Five, five books to people that commented live during the show. So we'll pick those out, and uh, we'll direct message you, and uh, need your address uh, and a couple other information notes. We'll reach out to you that way. But I figured let's reward people that were involved in the show. Absolutely, absolutely. So he's been very kind, very kind to sign some books for us, um, and, uh, and and we've distributed a couple to to uh, yeah yeah they come with this uh, you know this, you know certificate of authenticity. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I mean, he's as authentic as they come, and and uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's been authentic to us for four four races now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Brett. Um, thank you, Brett. Um, and and we're uh, we're going to be authentic to him based on just some some struggles that we had. But we're going to Martinsville next week. We're going to Martinsville next week, and uh, uh, the general is going to run Martinsville on Saturday. Awesome. So. All right. Uh, it's been a long weekend here in Kansas uh, with with David going on Saturday and Sunday both, but um, so ne- as we're, we're going Saturday only next week. Saturday Absolutely. only, the General in Martinsville, Virginia. Um, maybe 
Uh, I know I just uh, I just saw a post from Brett. He's at Congressional Country Club, so I know he's back on on the East Coast. Maybe maybe we'll we'll check his schedule. We'll maybe look for another bookstore next week to where we can uh, park the park the general out front. We had a we had a very successful event um, uh, at uh, Books a Million on Friday afternoon prior to the Kansas race here, and we went out there and we parked the car out front of Books a Million. Um, and what I mean, obviously, this is such a such a popular book in the nation right now, being being the number one bestseller. But uh, what a great what a great opportunity that was to take take a take to do some off the track work, do the, do some off the track relationships with regards to the sport. And and David was out front, and we met all kinds of people. In uh, it was the 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 largest retail establishment in the state of Kansas since right off. And I know. This guy's from. Uh, you went to college here, so you you know. The, yes, you know the legends right outside the racetrack. And uh, man, what a what a great opportunity that was! Just to just step outside the racetrack and and just meet not only meet race fans, but meet right, just retail shoppers. Just <laughs> meet, meet every day fans. Yeah, right. meet some new fans. It was, uh, it was people, cool. yeah. You know, yeah, people were walking past, and people were just coming to people who were coming there to buy books were just in awe of, of what uh, what we had done with, with the car. It was like, as, as David mentioned, the car was a great-looking car. <laughs> oh, my gosh, was that car so good-looking. Beautiful, man. So uh, it, was, it was great. What, what a great car. And, uh, what, I mean, it was, it was a good weekend. I mean, outside of just the on-track results, um, we didn't get what we needed. But, um, the, you know, as, as anybody knows about the sport, you just keep you, you keep digging. And David always says, you keep digging, keep digging, man. I mean, so you get, you get, you know, the results will come with, with the effort and the work. Uh, but mm-hmm. I can't thank you guys all enough for, for your, your work, uh, with regards to the podcast here and, and everything else. But, um, the, uh, thing, big things to look forward to. Um, and as, as David mentioned, the off season, it's, it's not an off season. It's, mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> so you're on the board. This is, this is, this is the easiest. The, the easiest part is, I would say, during the, the season. So the off season becomes incredibly, incredibly busy. Absolutely. But, um, but, but thank everybody. Thank, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you guys. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, thank, thank everybody. Yeah. So. And thank you to the fans, the people. That absolutely, are, absolutely. The people, Can't do it without y'all. No doubt about it. The yeah. people tuned in to our podcast week in and week out. Man, we appreciate the support. And uh, thanks for listen to our insight. These guys got a lot of insight on what's going on in the industry and we're humbled and honored to, that we have fans to watch our show. Thank y'all. Guys, it's been good seeing you the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll look forward to uh, our Zoom chats throughout the off season and <laughs> see you again in person in Daytona. I'll awesome, see you in person. Awesome, man. Alright, guys. Boys, it's been a lot of fun. As always, subscribe to Let's Go Racing with David Starr on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, hit that like button, leave us a five-star review, or don't leave us one at all. And you can also follow us on social media, facebook.com forward slash David Star Podcast, Twitter at Star Podcast, and by email, davidstarpodcast at gmail.com. For Dominic Argon, David Star, Matt Jennings, Feliz, our entire crew, it has been a lot of fun bringing you the show the last couple of weeks. We'll see you again next week on another edition of Let's Go Racing. We'll put the checkered flag out on this show and see you 
next week here on Let's Go Racing. One, two, three. Let's Let's go go racing! racing!